What's the one thing all great teams have in common? Great coaching. Try to suck up to me, Evelyn. I'm Gordon Bombay, the new hockey coach. All right, let's go! Learn me! Come on! We're Team USA, gathered from all across America. And we're going to stick together. You know why? Because we are ducks, and ducks fly together. It's the Quack Attack Podcast. Hey, everybody. You're a goalie, dude. Deal. I'm Mike. That's Tommy. What's up? That's Kevin. Hey, y'all. On the phone again. He's kind of sick, so we'll give him another pass here. Very special episode. Very, very special episode today. First of all, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening. Appreciate it. Reach 400 followers. The revolution continues. So, shout out to all you for that. Keep telling your friends. Keep telling your mom, your dad, your babies. We got to get to 500. We get to 500, we'll, we might give away some stuff. It depends on how fast we get to 500. So, it's really on you if you want a free t-shirt. With all that being said, I need to introduce, I guess reintroduce to everybody, Mr. Charlie Scudder, the resident Muddy Ducks newbie, who's a newbie no more. Charlie, thanks for being on the show. No problem. Thanks for inviting me back. So we had you on episode 51. You talked about the original, the first Muddy Ducks movie. That's right. Had you on episode 71. Talked about D2. Good times. So we're at episode 91 now. We're here to talk about D3. Yes, uh, sir. Before you do that, just kind of give a recap to the people real quick, just about how and why you never really experienced the <laughs> movies as a child. Sure. So I think, you know, like we talked about in the other episodes, I, I'm pretty sure I may have seen them. Uh, I'd probably seen number one as a kid for sure. Uh, but, you know, it wasn't like a mainstay in my house or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely hadn't seen them in a decade plus, you know. Um, it, it was one of those things where, I don't know, I just did, I didn't, I didn't watch them a lot. So since then, however, I have become... Uh, diehard Quackalite. Um, and uh, yeah, watched one, talked to y'all, watched two, talked to y'all. And also, I remembered when I watched two that I had probably seen it because I remember the scene at Rodeo Drive, mm-hmm. Rodeo Drive. And then now that I've seen D3, it also, there was one scene that came back as well the scene at, um, when they're doing their ninja stuff and they're pulling the pranks on the varsity team. Mm-hmm. I don't. Re- I didn't remember the context. I didn't remember anything surrounding it. I just remembered that part, um, and I think it was probably something where it was like you know on the Disney Channel, and that's the commercial break bit that yeah. I saw before you know switching channels or whatever. I don't know why you'd ever switch the channel off with ducks. <laughs> Hell, yeah, I'm sorry. I apologize. I, can I just say, Charlie, that it's a marvel that you grew up to be such a semi-well-adjusted man. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank so- you. Just what was the feeling going into this one after seeing the first two for you? Um, I don't know. It's one of those. It's one of those things where you 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 want the sequel and subsequent sequels to live up to the standard, but uh, you're not completely sure if it's going to happen. Um, that's kind of what I was thinking going in. I was like, I I had to see it through, but um, didn't have a lot of faith in it to be honest. Okay. Okay, how much did you kind of remember from the first two that you watched? What do you way mean? Way back when. How much did you remember about what happened in those first two? Did you 
remember kind of the, the plot oh. and the, all that kind of stuff from the first two movies? Um, not exactly. No, okay. I mean, uh, and the first one I remembered, scrappy kids get together and win championship. Uh, the second one I knew there was some kind of Olympic-y theme, uh, and the Rodeo Drive thing, and the third one. I had no recollection of, but having, you know, hung out with you guys long enough, I figured it happened at prep school. Uh, <laughs> uh, and the the secret agent thing. And I, that's it. Okay. Okay. So I just real quick, the kind of overall impression before we get into more of the details here. Of D3? Yeah. Um, overall, I liked it. I thought it was, uh, it was the I don't know what the budgets were like, but this one seemed like a higher quality movie. Interesting. Um, I thought that this one, uh, the writing was jazzed up a little bit. Uh, there were some parts that I definitely did not like. Um, but overall, I think it was uh, a solid, solid movie. Okay. I like it. I Just hit us with the lowlights. Hit us with what <laughs> you didn't like. Hit us with the lowlights? Yeah. Man, Charlie was a little bitch. <laughs> like the whole movie. Not, not, not yourself, right? What now? Not yourself. Oh yeah, not no, yourself. not not me. Come on, no. <laughs> um, I, I thought he was just you know a little stuck up throughout the whole thing, and like the Bombay cameo was distracting. Like either be in the movie or not. Yeah. So did you know that Bombay was not going to be in it? Essentially, I think I did only because you guys, but I didn't know. From you know previous knowledge, uh-huh. um, I I was shocked at how like uh, not just how little he was in the movie, but how randomly he was like thrown in. And he you know at the end when the thing drops and it's like oh that was Bombay. It's like is is Bombay just a figment of Charlie's imagination at this point? <laughs> like come on, he just randomly that would be shows incredible. up. Incredible. That would be awesome, actually, if if Bombay died between two and three, and it's really just Charlie having a coping mechanism. Yeah, that's my new theory. Yeah, a little sixth sense in there. Just there you uh, go. I like it. I like it. It's the theory we have not heard before. <laughs> uh, that's what I'm here for. Yeah, yeah. Pr- fresh a, perspective. Exactly. The fresh set of eyes. So I I'm gonna need to go back and review the film to see if Charlie. <laughs> see if it stacks up. Yeah. See how much the other act or the other people in the documentary i should say interacted with bombay uh something to keep an eye out for yeah i I think the only thing that kind of maybe throws a wrench in that is the like the lawyer scene yeah oh yeah yeah. and so maybe it's just him visualizing bombay over some other suit that's what i was gonna say it could be any lawyer but the only lawyer that charlie knows is bombay Uh so he you know yeah, he's a messed up kid. What yeah. can I say? He's been hitting the head a couple times. <laughs> I mean, it is tough because Coach Orion at one point and Charlie do the thing where like, he's good. Yeah, he's just getting warmed up, that kind of stuff. But that could still be the other lawyer. Like I said, Yeah, got to review the film. Got to review the game film here. Now, uh, what questions, if any, did you have about the situation they were in heading over to Eden Hall uh, coming off of D2 here? It was... I had a couple questions. I want to know how they got hooked up with this school. Um, okay. I gotta imagine. I don't know what if they're how they got a package deal mm-hmm. was weird to me. Um, 
like I I would imagine that coming off of that, especially with one kid like lives in L.A. right, and the rest are from Minnesota. Russ. Well, yeah, I mean there were a few others. There was like Dwayne was from Texas. Oh yeah, yeah. well yeah, 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 and them. I forgot about them. Yeah, um, but the fact that they came as a package deal, like if the Goodwill Games brought them together, wouldn't they then be able as you know? I mean, the children, so their parents would have to do this, but negotiate their own contracts, basically. <laughs> you know, uh, I, I could imagine maybe a couple of the kids going to Eden Hall, but, uh, you know, it's not like you take them as a group necessarily. That 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 jumped out at me. Um, I, the, which ultimately got resolved, the ability to just take away the scholarships was iffy. Um <laughs> But uh, that, that was just the real world, man. Yeah, <laughs> welcome to the gotta, real world. Gotta perform, man. Um, but yeah, that was the that was the big thing that stood out was how did how did they come as a group? Okay, yeah, okay. off off that big dramatic win, and now they're in JV, which you know whatever. Yeah, that I mean that was the point I was going to make. Did oh, okay. it strike you that they hit that they come from being Team USA and then hit on JV? Because I think that's the big yeah overall arching criticism there so the only thing i can think of is that the goodwill games is such a lower level (laughs) competition (laughs) um like you know obviously the the regional minnesota championship to the goodwill games is a big jump theoretically Mm -hmm. but what if it's not and it's just you know not as prestigious as it's made out to be, <laughs> if that makes sense. It could be one of these things, like there's a World Cup of football, like American football, that's just like a bunch of like random like D3 college guys yeah. or whatever. And they all, and like Team USA, like they beat the shit out of everyone. Like they beat Japan <laughs> in the championship by like 60. There's also a World Cup of baseball, which I actually found out today. And it's like they're getting guys who would like might sniff the majors or something like that. Mm. It's not even like, oh, we're taking college kids. It's like, oh, you're so, I mean, they might have been college at the time. Like, and they're not yeah. taking the best or anything like that. Um, and so, yeah, maybe Goodwill Games is just like that. It's just like a, a cash grab. Yeah, it could be. I mean, they did had all that sponsorship with Bombay. Um, the shoes for kids. What was it? The Bombay Loafer. Bombay Loafer. Oh, yeah. The Air for Bombay. For kids who want to coach. Kids who want to coach. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's Check out the store for that. Yeah. <laughs> Check out the quack.threadless.com. We have the Air Bombay Loafer shirt. So <laughs> it's the shirt of the loafer. It's the, the shirt for kids who want to coach. Yeah. And let people know that they want to coach. Yeah. Right. Exactly. In all seriousness, it is a nice looking shirt. So check it out. Now, <laughs> there you go. Newbie From endorsement. Charlie Chucky Scuds himself endorsing the Air <laughs> Bombay Loafer shirt. Uh, back to your point about them getting a whole package deal. Yes. Uh, I mean, just how do we? I mean, I have my own thoughts, but how do we kind of feel about that? Uh, I mean, Kevin, do you have a kind of retort to Young Charlie here? Young Charlie. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> about how they're a package deal. Yes. Or anything else you want to touch on? We'll open it up. Um, let's see. Well, I mean, they kind of have to be a package deal, I think, at this point. Um, and although it is a little interesting how, and I think we've touched on this a little bit before, how a couple of them are missing. A couple of them kind of fell off. Um, so it's not an entirely packaged deal. So, uh, But it is interesting how it kind of follows this pattern that, so many sports movies set up where it's like 
you can't lose one game, otherwise they're going to fire you. It's like, who ever came up with this, you know? But, <laughs> Haven't you seen Remember the Titans? From somebody who loves D3. Like, this is arguably my favorite of the, of the franchise. So um, I, I can definitely see where there are some, some serious uh, holes in the, uh, in the story. Yeah, you've stated that opinion before. That is a very controversial opinion. Well, in one thing... That it's his favorite? Yeah. Kevin, I'm going to back you up on that. Wow. Yeah. I, okay. Thank you, Charlie. You are so welcome. Okay, well, one thing I did want to mention <laughs> um, in the whole, you know, why do they all come and, you know, why are they the JV team and, you know, why are they going to lose their scholarships after one? One of the subplots is, like, the dean... And like the board of directors, or whatever. It's more like the board of directors, the bald guy, the alumni guy. Yeah. Like his son yeah. was on JV, and he got like all the JV guys lost oh, yeah, their roster right. spots. Did he also did that alumni guy have a single line in the movie? He I don't did, think he did, he, did a of, he did a lot of reacting. Yeah. Oh, and he said like, "My son's not good enough to play for yeah. this team." Oh, when okay. they were playing the Blake, when they tied the Blake Bears. Oh, yeah, what do you think oh, of that okay. that nine to nine tie against the Blake Bears? Man, I was when they were celebrating. I was like, "This isn't going to be good. <laughs> this is not going to be good." And they, uh, man, they seriously blew it. That was that was some ridiculous, over the top, blowing it. Well, yeah, I mean, one of the biggest. Chokes in sports history. They gave them nine goals in one period. Right. Also, isn't there a tiebreaker when they did the uh, at the end of D one where they have like the shootout? Not in the regular season. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. This okay. is like a regular. This is the beginning of the season, so there's awesome. no tiebreaker yeah. there. That's it. okay. I'm gonna, now I'm finding my whole plot holes. Okay. So at the end, it's like this big triumphant game, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Da, 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 da. Um. But wouldn't the JV varsity game be at like the beginning of the season as like a test for the varsity? And then I think like, we've talked about this. We have. We have. Okay. It is very odd. Yes, I find that odd, and I'm like, okay, so what happens next? Like, do, does the JV team go on to play a full season? Do the, does the varsity team? Yeah, so, I mean, just... Does the JV become the varsity now that they've, you know... <laughs> That's a good them? question. Yeah. That is a good question to bring up. They should switch. Uh, I think just by the way we see it in the film, it's very clearly a mid-season matchup. Yeah. So, I think the theory we have is that... Or I, at least I should say I have. I don't <laughs> want to speak for the other two. Is that it's kind of like a Christmas break type game, like right before the kids leave for Christmas break, just like mid-season sort of exhibition there. Yeah, I I kind of agree with that. And I think I could see it being tied toward like charity or some like, you know, winter formal or something like that. Because it's a huge crowd for what should be like, you know, I don't want to go watch the varsity stomp the JV up and down the ice. Um, So, yeah, I, I could see it being tied to charity and also being like the last game before winter break or something like that. And it's just like Although, a good time. With with the huge crowd, you have to factor in too that there have obviously been rumors swirling around the school about this, you know, clandestine game that happened beforehand that got a little out of hand. Oh, sure, yeah. Uh, so that kind of contributed to the uh, to the crowds and all that. To the crowds, which funny you should mention the crowds because my first viewing, and I noticed that half the crowd was fake. <laughs> uh, have you guys noticed this before? You you texted me a timestamp and yes. when I paused it there I did notice that there like that half, half the crowd was just yeah 
there's like two, you know, the people on the on one side are real people so that they can do close-ups and then on the far side of the arena it's people with like their hands in the air and like clapping and stuff that are clearly cardboard cutouts. <laughs> do we know that they're cardboard? Well, they might be poster board or <laughs> foam foam core. Depends on their budget. So, right. much, so much for this being the higher budget of the three. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So just real quick, I want to go yeah. back to your point. Yeah, sorry. Before I get tweets and stuff about it, about <laughs> them all coming as a, a as a package deal. Oh, sure, sure. I think the package deal comes in the form that this Eden Hall has won 10 straight state championships. So this is the school to be at if oh, okay. you want to. Yeah. Okay. And Bombay went to Eden Hall. Remember that. That's right. So they had yeah. an in. That's right. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Um it just also it just seemed a little fishy to me. Maybe that's why some of the folks aren't there. Mm-hmm. Is because, you know, they had other either obligations or interests to pursue their own personal path rather than um, you know, fly together, if you will. <laughs> there you go. There you go. I can definitely also- the uh, the board member that doesn't speak, uh, whose son lost his spot, um, he must have some serious stuff over the other board members to have that kind of sway that quickly over the entire board. Yeah, to be like, we're going to kick out the entire JV hockey team. <laughs> yeah. Because they... After, after we just spent all of this time getting them here. Yeah. Yeah. Well, also how begrudgingly they were like... It, that is not a triumphant moment under any circumstances, but the music's going and everyone's cheering, but everyone else in the room is just like, yeah, I guess that's okay. And I think we might have touched on this before, but you'd think you'd have one of like their, like their board of directors, their school board lawyers be like, no, you can't take away their scholarships. Yeah. You cannot do that. And it takes like this 30 year old lawyer to be basically just to school them. And they're like, oh my God, we didn't even think of this. It's just like the dumbest <laughs> school probably, board in America. They're probably all lawyers themselves, too. Yeah. 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 Poor does, work there. Does he still have a certification to uh, practice law in the state of Minnesota these days? I also? Mean, I think he did his community. That's a good point. I don't think that has been brought up, but I think he's done his community service. He did what the judge appointed him to That's do. True. So That's true. <laughs> just, he did get fired, but he, he still has his license. Still has his license. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and that board member, if you remember, that's also Johnny Riley's dad, who is the captain of the varsity team. So mm-hmm. that could play a factor in there. You got a star player uh, whose sure. dad is on the board. So um, now you texted me the timestamp. You I also did. texted a kind of a semi theory about Hans here. Which oh I thought yeah, was interesting. So just kind of lay it out. Okay, for so I th- uh, there's a I'm, I'm the the death train just keeps rolling. <laughs> Uh, it super seemed like Hans knew he was going to die. And it kind of seemed like Hans offed himself to teach Charlie a lesson. <laughs> like it's, it, it seemed that way anyway. The, like the fact that he was, you know, trying to put on a smile for Charlie and never said that he was doing okay. And then goodbye, Charlie, as he, you know, walks out all while he's trying to like tell him to, join back up with the team and miraculously as soon as Hans is dead they're all one big happy family again it was like that's suspicious well one of our longer running theories which i think we could we can definitely prove is that Hans <laughs> faked his own death 
Oh. Yes. Because um, loyal Quacklights will know our theory about Hans and essentially being a drug king. Right, and, right. You know, he's not there in D2. We've talked a lot about this in past episodes. But for your newer listeners, that's the theory is that Hans the drug kingpin kind of runs things. And then things go kind of south and uh, he, uh, he fakes his own death in D3. Mm-hmm. I do like the added element of, of teaching Charlie a lesson while he does this as yeah. well. So yeah. That could be another element that uh, I guess we have not brought up yet. Now, uh, I mean, we have h- had our own kind of questions about D3, so I just want to get your opinion sure. on some things. Sure, let's go. So, the JV Varsity dinner there. Big prank. Oh. So, we've talked about... I have about- some thoughts. Okay, good. We have we have a very good episode that Mike is going to put in the, in the show notes, what number that is. That's, yes. That's one of our better ones to yeah, listen to. I do not uh, remember it off the top of my head. It's. I feel like it's semi early. I feel like it's kind of like mid, mid. I want to say midstream, but I don't know if that's inappropriate or not. But I just said it. Uh, anyway, in that episode that Tommy mentioned, we talked about when did Banks know that the varsity was going to kind of punk the JV there. And he definitely did. You you think he, like he knew, but like. No, go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. So, like, before, you know, when they when they ask him to come, Banks is like, it's cool, it's cool. And then they all say, okay, if Banks sends it's cool. Do you think yeah. he knew before I, then? I think he knew. I think he had to have known. I think that they they probably co- – they absolutely coerced him into doing it. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if he got a little hazed himself when he first joined the team, the varsity mm-hmm. squad. Um, but I – I didn't see a lot of sincerity from him when he was saying it's cool, it's cool. Um, and then when he got up to leave with everybody else, he was definitely in on it. Yeah. And that's when I think he, you know, his uh, uh, conscious caught up with him a little bit. Okay. When he was when he was having dinner. It's episode 40, 40. There, there you go. go. There you go. Um, but yeah, that was not cool. I mean, <laughs> it's one thing to prank him. You know, and the silly things with the ants, although, you know, ants are scary and whatnot. But don't – it's it's not cool to pull, like, a huge financial prank on that, uh-huh. like that. Also, how, was the hotel or the, the steakhouse staff, like, involved in – because they made that big cake that, <laughs> that was, like – That's true. You know? <laughs> they had to why, know. why are we writing thanks for dinner losers? <laughs> yeah. Like, they they had to have known what was going on. Like sparklers on And it. with the check in hand and everything, like, they knew what was up, which is also just shady. But when you've got these kids who, as we've established in the earlier films, aren't the most prosperous kids, mm-hmm. right? And they're here on these full-ride scholarships, and we multiple times hear them talking about, I don't want to lose my scholarship, I don't want to lose my scholarship. That's a lot of stress for uh-huh. a kid, especially that age, to be dealing with those financial issues. And to have them stick them with a big bill like that is just super not cool. Okay. I think. I, I'm Pranks are fun. Financial pranks, not so much. Do you think the Ducks' response with the ants, keeping in mind that, you know, these kids could have allergies, somebody right, could yeah, that die, is, that's do you think that was a fair uh, response there? Ah, that's a good question. I think, well, it's a different kind of response. Uh, it's, it's, a, it's a more playful, you know, it's the kind of response a duck would have, right? 
Uh-huh. Um, uh, like the ducks are much more, let's do it our way sort of thing. And that's the kind of thing they would do rather than these high class Eden Hall guys. They're, they're not so much of the physical, um, pranking variety, but of, and they bring in, you know, it's a class warfare for them. Mm-hmm. Um, I, it's, it's a different standard, I guess. If okay. that makes sense. Okay. Now, real quick, I just got a couple things that yeah. I have I it took me a long time to notice in okay. the films. I want to know if you notice and then okay. we'll get into the quiet question here. So, uh when they first get to Eden Hall, yes. There's a picture of Newt Gingrich. <gasps> that and, is Newt Gingrich. Yeah, okay. And Gee yes. says Gee says, "Hey, check it out. He knows Wayne Newton." I didn't understand that. I didn't understand it was Newt well, Gingrich. Did you get the kind of joke there? Okay, so I thought it was Newt Gingrich. I was like, oh my gosh, it's a picture of Newt Gingrich. And he says, what was it, Wayne Newton? Yeah. He's like, yeah. oh, look, it's Wayne Newton. I was like, oh, it must have been Wayne Newton. And then we were past it. <laughs> and I so I thought it was Wayne Newton, and I thought I misrecognized Newt Gingrich. Oh, okay. Because I'm used to seeing Newt Gingrich on Fox these days as like a weathered old, you know, <laughs> a toad. And that was a, a younger um, old toad. Uh, that um that reminds me of like when you see a movie as a kid that's maybe a little like a PG thirteen movie when you're like eight or nine. It reminds me of the first time I saw like not even the first time, first several times I saw Dumb and Dumber. Mm-hmm. There's a scene where he's like trying to remember her name. He's like, oh, it starts with an S, like Slippy Slappy Swinson Swanson. He's like, oh, well maybe it's on the briefcase she left or the bag. He goes, um, Samsonite. I was way off. And Samsonite is the name of like a suitcase brand. And I didn't realize that until I, I bought a suitcase in my 20s. It's just like, oh my God, that's hilarious. So. That is funny. All right. Second thing. Yeah. Did you notice that the varsity goalie had played another role in a previous movie? In a previous Mighty Ducks movie? Not at all. Okay, so he was Gunnar Stahl. It was the same actor. Oh, <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> All right, yeah. We have many theories about that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I can imagine. <laughs> <laughs> We've talked about him before, but... You know. Now I can listen up all the way through and not feel guilty about exactly exactly to all of the of the pod. When this production program gets involved, it's crazy. Yeah. All it's right. Ridiculous. So, I guess the final thing to do here is to kind of give it an overall grade. My my out of five quacks is that what we said? I don't remember, but sure. Yeah. Okay. We can go five I think quacks. I I was thinking about this because I was like, I think it's five quacks. <laughs> I'm gonna say four out of five quacks. Wow. wow. Yeah. Four out of five quacks. Yeah. Okay. So I, I I agree, but I forget what his other grades were. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. So do I. Yeah. <laughs> I I miss I misjudged them last time. I remember that. I, f- I forgot what I judged them. Yeah. I feel like you gave him like three and a half or something like that. I, I gave him like a three and a half and a two and a half maybe, or three and a half and a. F- I don't remember. If you gave him a two and a half, he wouldn't have invited you back. Ooh. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. All right. So I oh. mean, what is your ranking for the three films here? Um, I'm going to say, okay, so I, like I said, I think that three is the better movie, is the best movie, okay. best film, but there's still something great about the original, okay. right? It's like, yeah, Empire Strikes Back is a better movie, but you got to love A New Hope because it's like Star Wars. It's the original Star Wars, right? Mm-hmm. And so that's the, kind of how I feel about one and three, um, and then two's, you know, two. Um, oh, okay. So, I... I don't know. I go back and forth on whether one or th- three is the top spot. 
That that's kind of a interesting ranking because I feel like the commonly accepted <laughs> uh, ranking for those that watch them as children and kind of grew up with them is two first, one then oh, three. Wow. Correct. Oh wow. Yeah. So I think. Granted, I, I remember I've only seen the other two movies once, months apart. That's true. Once each, months apart. So maybe I need to go back and uh, rewatch and maybe i'll re-rank but off and it's fresher also um but i think i'd do either three one two or one three two gotcha gotcha all right fair enough yeah. i don't ranking. know it was two was two was good but um and it was, i think i think its strongest part was adding the new cast members mm-hmm. um but i thought that this was despite the faults that we have discussed um a better movie i really liked orion that's the other thing i wanted to mention okay um i really liked orion i would have loved to see more from him um i think he had an opportunity to be a really great three-dimensional character and if we'd seen him uh, alone a little bit more like more scenes about him Mm -hmm. uh like we saw bombay doing things without all the kids Mm -hmm. um i think that could have been really really good i from the very beginning from the very first scene when he puts charlie in his place <laughs> i thought he was a good guy i uh, thought he was a great coach uh, so much better coach than of Bobby. all of, of all the coaches in the movies give us your top three who you think are the best coaches oh Quickly. gosh i definitely think orion number one then yeah. probably bombay and then probably the hawks coach and the pro or, or the yeah, and then the varsity coach at Eden Hall because he's successful, but whatever. And then the Iceland coach was just a dick, so he's at the bottom, I guess. I don't know. That's good. We that we had a good. we had a good two part episode. We of, did uh, ranking the coaches, and Michael linked that in show notes. Uh, one okay. thing I wanted to touch on this is kind of yeah. what you started on is you didn't like how Charlie was kind of a, a whiny little baby. Um, it reminded me of Simpsons episode where Homer is watching a TV show and it turns out the character's name is Homer Simpson in the show, in the show. He was like some suave cop who's like, you know, a ladies man. And so he's like, oh, this is great to have like a a character, you know, with my same name. He's a cool character. And then like the next episode, they change him to some bumbling moron. And so Homer, the real Homer gets really upset about it. How did you feel when Charlie was being like a grade a you know whiner <laughs> you know and this was no longer cool charlie yeah well i remember in the first one i was like oh yeah cool charlie you know because we <laughs> talked about that it's like there was a a handful of movies when we were kids that had like a kid named charlie's main character santa claus mm-hmm. mighty ducks that it's might a kid be in the santa claus also a whiner <laughs> he's he's yeah he's a absolutely little yeah okay yeah fine stupid haircut too Terrible haircut. I absolutely had that haircut when I was a kid. Too. We know, yes. I'm pretty sure I did, too. I think every kid in the yeah. early 90s, just, yeah, their probably. parents just put a ball on the top of their <laughs> yeah. head went to town. Yeah, um, yeah, absolutely. Uh, but, uh, wait, what was the question? Oh, when Charlie started whining. I yeah. I don't know. It, it was, it was, I didn't have that kind of connection um, at that point. Uh, I was, Charlie was definitely, it, it was, funny how much time was between two and three two years two, only two years yes because that kid had a much deeper voice <laughs> those kids were like no longer children <laughs> josh jackson really matured yeah the ones who were like older in d2 you couldn't tell it as much like yeah. um Dwayne, he was already like what did he say he was like 16 
in D2. Something like that. Um, and so he, uh, like you tell him, Portman. I mean, Portman looked older, but he wasn't yeah, like. Yeah, he looked kind of the same. The Bash brothers didn't I mean, he was still a felon. So. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Anyway. So, uh, just to kind of refresh your memory here, we do this thing called the Quack Question. Oh, where? where? We, yeah. <laughs> so, for the new listeners, basically what we Sorry. do is we take questions from Twitter mostly. You can email them in if you want. Quackdayofpod at gmail.com. Uh, it's but it's we, more fun if it's on Twitter. Yeah. Use the hashtag, hashtag quack question, and we take questions from the quack lights out there and try to answer them. So Kevin has the quack question for us right now. So I'm pulling a late game audible here. Um, not a ton of quack questions to choose from, but we've got some some loyalists in there. So uh with apologies to longtime Quacklight Air Lemaire, I'm going to go with uh, other longtime and loyal Quacklight at Totally Offside. And his question is, why did Fulton Reed start going by Reed Fulton in D3? And this is kind of a he. I saw him give our uh, 400th listener a shout out on Twitter or 400th follower on Twitter about this little nugget. So I figured we'd toss that around. Okay, so basically, a little background here. Beginning of the Mighty Ducks and the original Mighty Ducks, Fulton, the back of Fulton's jersey says Reed. When we okay. get by the time we get to D three, his jersey says Fulton. That's <laughs> someone messed up. <laughs> so I don't I know. Think maybe was... that I'm gonna I'm gonna throw out that uh, that was Tibbles doing. It, it was very Tibbles influence. Oh, market him yeah. like Ichiro or something? Yeah. Oh, no, he's known as Fulton. He he doesn't have a last name. Yeah. Oh, I see. That would that would kind of make sense because he's this street kid who, I mean, obviously parents aren't like too much around, if at all. So like if someone was to just drop his last name and the parent, like his parents aren't there to get mad about it. So yeah, he could go as... Just one name kid Fulton. This is another similarity similarity between like Torvald from Hey Arnold. Ah, Torvald. Which I've I've gone into in depth <laughs> on several episodes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I could also see it being like Fulton Reed. His real name was actually Reed Fulton. Oh. And there, there was just like a type like a typo when he like started school and he was so quiet he just like didn't bother to tell anyone. And then like they got his official transcript for like D three and then it was like wait what it's like <laughs> this is, or like even for d2 because i imagine they had to do some kind of like passport papers like oh yeah mm-hmm. sorry my name was my name is actually reed mm-hmm. reed fulton i could also see uh, i think know, it's a tibbles thing though definitely yeah, tibbles that makes sense <laughs> the, the, you know you there's so many forms that you have to fill out that are like first name last name or last name first name so could have just gotten screwed up on an order form oh you know could yeah be, could be pretty you know easy explanation so- so you're alleging incompetence by one of the equipment managers. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I guess I am. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I Mike think... will try to get one of them on. Yeah, yeah, we'll I'll, figure uh, that out. I'll work on it. I'll work on it as soon. Oh no, I, I meant like in the in the film universe. Yeah, not oh, like know. not like okay. Well, we yeah. spoke to the costume designer or director or whatever. For, oh, we for D three though. Did was they do D two as well? I don't remember. But yeah, we did. I'm pretty sure the change starts in D3. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think that's where totally offside noticed it in D3. Yeah. So uh, we did. We did not. I don't think we were aware of it at that point when we asked her. But I can email her. We'll see what happens. Yeah, we'll email her. Yeah, and see what happens. She'll probably get fired from her next job because of this <laughs> huge error. But that, we'll call Stephen Brill up and, you know, he'll give her a job. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Good so, buddy, friend of the pod. Friend Steven of the Brill. pod. Double friend of the pod. Kim Tillman was the costume designer. Friend of the pod. Steve Brill, friend of the pod. Charlie Scudder, friend of the pod. At hey. C. Scudder on Twitter. Check him out. Follow him. Give him a follow. He does some good work on there. Does some good just work on the internet and and in newspapers, but mostly on the internet <laughs> nowadays. Uh, for us, thequackdeck.com, at quackdeckpod on Twitter. Uh, go to the store. There's a link on the website, but if you want to go there directly, thequackdeck.threadless.com, facebook.com slash quackdeckpod. I've noticed in the last couple of episodes we have way too many like places for you to go, but I still like it anyway. I still like saying them all. Uh, go to iTunes. Give us five stars. Congratulate Scudder on no longer being a Mighty Ducks newbie. We should have some kind of challenge where people like video, like how long it takes them to go to all these mentions that you do. <laughs> and then like if they like, we'll have like a world record time and, and whoever's like the world record holder or whatever gets a free, you know, t-shirt or something. Not that we're doing that, but let's get the feedback on that. For anyone who's <laughs> actually still listening, they just like <laughs> shut it off as soon as Mike goes into this four minute uh, outro. <laughs> uh, since, since we're glad and rambling here, uh, I'm very disappointed that we never called him the uh, the a duckling. Oh, of, Charlie! Oh, oh, yeah, no. yeah. A, or a mighty duckling. Mighty, mighty Ooh, duckling. Mighty duckling. I kind of like that for even our like younger fans, but I think they're already quackalites with quacko l i t e, but. I, I feel like they could be ducklings as well. Mighty Duckling, Charlie <laughs> Scudder. I like that. And until well, you've uh, listened to quack-a, our quack-a, podcast. Quack-a-tikes. Quack-a-tikes. Quack-a-tike. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, we're getting way off topic now. So, <laughs> I think it's time we just wrap it up and let you know that ducks fly together. Ducks fly together. Quack, quack, quack. <laughs> Charlie's stealing Kevin's thunder with the quacks. <laughs> I was waiting for him to do it, and then he didn't do it. <laughs>